It's September 2nd, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top stories today. Argentina's vice president has narrowly avoided assassination after a gunman's weapon jammed as he aimed it at her yesterday. Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner was returning home from court where she faces allegations of corruption when she became surrounded by a crowd of supporters. Video shows that within the crowd, the gunman produced a pistol and pointed it at the vice president, but it failed to fire despite being loaded. A suspect is in custody and the vice president is safe. UN nuclear experts have made their first inspection of the Russian-held Zaporizhia power plant in Ukraine and are to maintain a presence there. International Atomic Energy Agency Chief Rafael Grossi said the plant and physical integrity of the plant had been violated several times. The inspectors were accompanied to the plant by Russian soldiers after a risky journey delayed by shelling. We are not going anywhere. The IAEA is now there, it is at the plant, and it is not moving. It's going to stay there, Mr. Grossi said, once he had crossed back into Ukrainian-held territory. But he did not specify how many people would be staying, and for how long. Tehran has submitted its latest response in the ongoing negotiations to restore the Iran nuclear deal and the U.S. is slamming it as a not-at-all-encouraging step backwards. The negative reaction from the Biden administration, as well as European sources, suggests that a revival of the 2015 nuclear agreement is not as imminent as some supporters of the deal had hoped, despite roughly a year and a half of talks. A senior Biden administration official declined to give specifics about what the Iranians had proposed, but added, based on their answers, we appear to be moving backwards. It's not clear how much longer the various parties involved will be willing to keep negotiating, though neither Iran nor the U.S. is likely to permanently rule out diplomacy. It seems to me like Iran is happy being a nuclear threshold state where they never actually have a nuclear weapon, but they're always threatening. With the recent drone sale to Russia and oil sale to China in the not-too-distant past, it seems like they are finding ways to maintain some semblance of an economy despite sanctions. So we should probably get used to stories like this where we're stuck in a diplomatic cul-de-sac. Elsewhere, officials in Ethiopia's rest of Tigray region allege that Ethiopian forces have again teamed up with those from neighboring Eritrea to attack the northern area. Ethiopia's government did not comment Thursday after the allegations by the Tigray External Affairs Office and by Tigray forces spokesman Gedechu Reda, who said a massive offensive had begun in northwestern Tigray. With both sides choosing to fight instead of talk, Millions of people in Tigray remain severely deprived of food and other supplies, and those in the neighboring Amhara and Afar regions again fear for their lives. A Myanmar court found Aung San Suu Kyi guilty of election fraud, sentencing her to three years imprisonment on Friday. The ruling adds more jail time to the 17 years she is already serving for other offenses 
including corruption and incitement. It also throws the future of her National League of Democracy party into jeopardy, as the military government had threatened to dissolve it before the promised 2023 elections. Co-defendant Nguyen Mien, the deposed president, and Min Thu, the former minister of the president's office, were given the same sentence. Russia has launched week-long military drills involving forces from China and other nations, an exercise that shows growing defense cooperation between Moscow and Beijing as they both face tensions with the United States. The large-scale maneuvers also seem to be intended to demonstrate that Russia has sufficient military might for enormous drills even as its troops are engaged in action in Ukraine. The Russian Defense Ministry said the Vostok 2022 exercise will be held until September 7th at seven firing ranges in Russia's Far East and the Sea of Japan, and that it involves more than 50,000 troops from several ex-Soviet nations, China, India, Laos, Mongolia, Nicaragua, and Syria. The Defense Ministry noted that Russian and Chinese navies will practice joint action to protect sea communications areas of marine economic activity, and support for ground troops in littoral areas in the Sea of Japan. Ecuador on Thursday began a year-long regularization process for thousands of Venezuelan migrants who are undocumented or lacked visas or a legal right to stay in the country. Thousands of Venezuelans have entered Ecuador in recent years fleeing the economic crisis in their country. According to data from the International Organization for Migration, more than 500,000 Venezuelan migrants and refugees were living in Ecuador in August 2022. The Ecuadorian Foreign Ministry said that the regularization is a migratory amnesty, from which some 324,000 Venezuelans who entered Ecuadorian territory through the official borders of the country, will benefit in a first stage. Ecuador also hopes to regularize, from February 2023, another 300,000 Venezuelans who arrived through irregular steps. In lighter news, the Baltimore Ravens are making a feathered addition to their injured reserve list. In a video posted on Twitter on Thursday, Coach John Harbaugh announced that Poe, the team's bird mascot, was going on IR. Poe was carted off the field at halftime of the Ravens' preseason game against Washington last weekend. Poe was joined by other mascots for a halftime game before being injured. On Sunday, the Ravens tweeted a picture of the mascot with ice on his left knee, saying he was resting comfortably in his perch, awaiting further test results. In his video Thursday, Harbaugh said Poe had a season-ending injury to his drumstick and the team would find a replacement. We're going to get right into evaluating our options and see where we go next, Harbaugh said. See if we can find somebody to replace Poe. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis.
If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.